Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Fan the Flames Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Reynolds, and guess what? We are back, folks. It is week one, and my goodness, I can't believe it. We're already here. Um, feels like I haven't seen James, Jeremiah, and Kyle. I haven't seen Kyle in forever. Um, oh, we do have Kyle here. Kyle, speak up. Oh, wait, he's not there. We actually have Caleb Wynn on the podcast, the leader of the infamous Liberty Jokers. Oh, boy. Caleb, how's it going, man? It's been good. I'm excited for football. I don't think I'll really be able to sleep this week at all. Um, I already have bad sleep heads and definitely Friday night. I mean, I'm, I think I'm just going to pull an all-nighter. It's just going to be it's gonna be a rager on Saturday. I'm just going to have to... I don't know, get some monster energy or something and and just make it through. We'll see. Okay, okay. Sounds good. Yeah, and we got uh I guess Jeremiah and James here. Wait, Kyle? Is are you the Oh, he's still not here. Dang it. Um what about So my- Jeremiah, look who it is, man. We got Jeremiah back on the podcast. The uh, the man with the big shoulders himself, Jeremiah Flincham. Oh What's up, brother? What's up? How are you doing? Good to be with you guys again. Wow, jeez. You didn't have wow. to say so much. <laughs> and as you can hear the I'm other wow, James you. Knuckles, the defensive line coach of the Rustburg Red Devils. Oh, boy, things have changed when we are back around for the 2023 season. But, hey, you know what hasn't changed? Our love for the Liberty Flames, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, James, how are we doing, brother? Doing well, doing well. Glad to be back. Um, just a little correction. I am a uh, offensive and defensive line coach, but I'm more for JV, but I do assist with varsity as well. Yeah, heck yeah. Shouting out the local team will be going. Oh, yeah. Except for Caleb. Caleb uh, is not coming Bomber. to the game because he has uh, bigger things going on to the local Appomattox Rustburg game. This man wanted to start a high school football podcast with me and he doesn't even con- he's not even gonna show up to the games. So it's crazy. Um but I love Mr. Caleb. I'm happy we got all three on. And Kyle Oh, Kyle's still not here because he's on a work trip. But we do have some thoughts from Kyle that I was able to get. So we will interject those into this podcast. Um, yeah, let's get started. Um, what's everybody's predictions? Just kidding. All right, let's let's relax. <laughs> yeah, let's relax, relax. We're literally. We're literally. <laughs> um, I'm just excited to have people back. I'm excited football is back. Um, oh, yeah. You know. It's a big uh, season ahead with a new coach, Jamie Caldwell. I mean, Chadwell is going to be a difference maker. And that's a little bit of a play on uh, the head coach there, uh, Scott Leffler. I mean, Loeffler. I mean, Loeffler. I mean, I don't know how to say his last name either. So, it's Leffler. Um, Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> I'm just making jokes. Um Upcoming week, we got a noon o'clock kick here at Williams Stadium, um, and it's going to be on CBS Sports Network, which is really exciting, opening up with a nationally televised game at home. Um, And before we jump into that, yeah, I do want to talk about this season. Um, I guess uh, we'll just go around the table uh, here. 
pick one offensive player and one defensive player that you guys are excited about. James, let's start with you. Yeah, um, I think if you know me, you know that my defensive player, like it has to be Kendi. Um, I love the big guys, and he is a stud. Um, I'm super excited to see his progression. He was really good last year, and I think he's going to be even better this year. I am super excited to see his progression. Um, and then offensively, I'm kind of stumped because um, there's so many new faces on offense, and we still don't know who the quarterback is. That'll never change. But um, honestly, Quentin Cooley is one of my uh, – I think he's going to be crucial um, – that transfer running back from Wake Forest, he um, everything that we've seen, he looks to be like the number one guy, um, and I'm super excited to see just that different level of talent coming in um, from a Power Five again. This he's the first guy that we've had transfer from from a Power Five school to be our running back since Rashad, so I'm excited about that. Cool. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for those two as well. Uh, I really do think Cooley's going to be a difference maker coming in from Wake Forest. And um, he's a he's a little big, small bowling ball. I guess you could say like yeah. big in the sense of wise, yeah. small in the sense of height. Uh, he's, he's an interesting uh, piece to this offense. And of course, Kendi is probably the most prominent starter returning for the defense. We're going to save the best lap, best for last. So, Caleb Wynn, offensive guy, defensive guy, who are you excited about? Um, so, yeah, I think originally, um, obviously, we've been hearing a lot of talks about the, the running back room. And like James said, Quentin Cooley, you know, James Joyner, um, Victor Ben. I think there's going to be great guys in that room. But Billy Lucas is really who I'm, I'm looking at. Um, I think he really shined in the offseason. And this uh at, at the scrimmage a couple of weeks ago i mean he just tore up the field i think uh the dual backs with the rba and the rbb backs is just gonna be an amazing system that's gonna work well with chadwell um excited to see billy's speed and i don't know i think he'll have some great um distance runs as well as cooley i think i like guess james said and then on the defensive side of the ball uh i'm gonna go with tj bush um he's a d Defensive end starting as a freshman, um, and this is someone that came in uh, originally committed to Coastal and um, Jamie Chadwell over there, um, but uh, has stayed with the system and and, and Coach McGee and, and is going to come over and I think is going to be an absolute dog for us starting at uh, defensive end. I believe was in the top 100 most impact freshmen, um, and so I think. I think he's going to be a great replacement for Darrell. Um, I, I think in the next couple of years is going to be great, but especially for us right now, I think he's going to be the a big defensive um, powerhouse for us. Hopefully, get some sacks and um, pressure on the quarterback from out on the edge. All right. Well, it looks like we lost Jeremiah. Let's see if we can regain him. I don't, I don't know, but I wanted to start going back to. Billy Lucas, though, coming from Duquesne, uh, running back. He's uh, right now the projected starter at the A-back. And then, of course, you have, well, like you said, T.J. Bush, um, who's an impact player coming out of Freedom High School up in Northern Virginia, has a very, very good shot of uh, being an important uh, player for this Flames defense. And I'm really excited 
about uh, seeing what type of impact he can make early on as a freshman. Before Jeremiah uh, lost connection, I saw him get upset uh, that Caleb stole his defensive guy. That's why I saved the best for last because Jeremiah had plenty of great players. So I know he has a a couple of good guys on his mind. Uh, What do you got for the offense and defense, Mr. Jeremiah? Oh, man. So I was wanting to be original over here, but – my first pick for offense was taken by James, and then my first pick for defense was taken by Caleb. So I have, like, nothing original. Um, offense, um, James did touch on the uh, running back room, and I'm actually really impressed that um, Billy Lucas got mentioned here because I've been looking at him on the roster and trying to like, find some stats and some information on him. And I think he'll be someone to look out for, too. Um, and, of course, the quarterback room that's going to – I'm – I just want to see who the quarterback is mainly. I guess I'm going to go with quarterback to be somewhat original here because I think whoever's picked for a quarterback, whether it's Caden or um, Baby or whoever, um, I, think, I think it's going to be a uh, big impact position, obviously, and uh, it's going to have a big year for the Flames. Um, and then I'm just going to stick with T.J. Bush because, Ben, you can vouch for me here. I was talking to you about it earlier today, how, how much I was talking about him how much I want to see TJ, TJ Bush come in as a freshman and uh, see what he can do tearing up uh, on the uh, offensive line on the quarterbacks and whoever got the ball. Um, I think he'll be a uh, great player coming in. He'll make an impact uh, right away. And that's, that's my guy for defense. Yeah, great picks. Um, quarterback, yeah, of course, you know. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, they've already made an internal decision as of right now. Um Mm-hmm. We could lean one way or another, but it's between JB and K-Salt, K-Don Salter. And, you know, I'm really excited to see which one. Uh, I mean, I tend to think that it's going to be Kaden, but there could be also JB. So I don't really know. Going back to TJ Bush, so um, – yeah, he's uh, going to be an impact freshman. But for me personally, I'm going to go completely different. Um, uh, Jeremiah talks about being original, but then selects the same players. Um, <laughs> Quentin Reese is the guy not, that I have on defense. Right. Yeah, he was my second. <laughs> Quentin Reese. <laughs> and um, just funny to see Jeremiah's face. But anyways, good to be back. Um Quinn Reese, man, he's a guy that I think really needs to have. He needs to have a great year. Um, I think if he has a great year, there's a good chance he could start getting looked at by some NFL scouts. Um, He's a guy that has the body and definitely the talent when it comes to athleticism, pure athleticism. But um, he's going to have to start to take – start to make that jump without Scruggs or Rahimi or Skylar Thomas or, you know, keep lining up all these different safeties we've had these past few years during his time yeah. with Liberty. I, th- I think his show now. Yeah, I think I think something to look at is like his tape against Coastal in the bowl game like a few years ago. Like they attacked him three straight plays and three straight fantastic plays. Like I think he's going to step up to the pressure. I like that pick a lot. Yep, yep. <laughs> And offensively, I'm going to go with C.J. Daniels. Um, He's a guy that's coming back off of injury. You know, I think him and Frith have something to prove this year. 
Um, but I'm going with Daniels. I see Caleb getting all excited because um, him and I have had these talks before. Um, I, I'm, of course, you know, hoping for the best for both of them uh, when it comes to their – they've had not the best luck when it comes to being healthy. But I really do think this is a year that can – uh, people, here's the problem. People – and uh, Avery and I talked about this with the wide receivers room. People forget about C.J. Daniel of the impact that he made in 2021 when Malik was the quarterback. Oh, people yeah. forget about that. And even his freshman mm-hmm. year in 2020, he had some good flashes, um, including against Southern Miss, he had a touchdown. Um, Malik's best career game, I don't care what anybody says about it, that, that was his best career game, home and south against south, Southern Miss, excuse me. So really excited about those two guys. Um, before we move on, though, does anybody else have any additional players you guys want to name? Yeah, I think a sneaky pick is uh, Markel Fortenberry. Mm-hmm. Um, he's looked really good Ooh, in yes. camp, um, and he may not be a, like a every down player, like a like a starter. But I, I think Markel is going to be special. Like he's coming in as a redshirt freshman this year, um, sat out last year, but he is. I think he's the real deal, and I'm excited to see him get some playing time this year because um, we do have a, a couple. Uh, receivers that went down that like they transferred in like Victor Jones um, and I think that's going to open up some more room for him to play which I'm excited about for sure for sure uh, you, you guys have any other sleeper picks yeah I think Elijah Smoot there is going to be an insane player for us I mean just transferring in as a senior I mean I think I mean, from UT Martin, I believe. Um, so I think he's going to be a great impact player. He's got the starting position at um, at there for the wide receiver, and I think it's going to be a great weapon. Along with CJ Daniels, he had a comment on my boy. I'm a big CJ Daniels believer and fan. Um, I think he's one of the most athletic people on the team. I mean, I remember just walking the halls and just seeing this giant dude or, or or going to la Haye and watching the bat the football team play basketball and you just see cj and 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 noah just dunking on everybody and it's just like it just it just shows how athletic they are and um i i think that they have the best chance of beating the corner getting out you know, that deep ball the really deep threat I think whoever the quarterback may be is, is really going to help for that offense to be able to switch it up. I know there's going to be a lot of run option and a lot of, you know, throws to the flat and everything. But I think you switch it up and you have a go route with either of any of those guys um, that are fast or tall. You could throw a jump ball up to them. I, I take CJ Daniels any day over that. Jeremiah, do you have a sleeper pick? Um, okay, I want to touch real quick on all of y'all's. Like, I, I love all of those. Like, I'm so glad Ben, you touched on the uh, um, veteran right wide receivers. Like, DJ, uh, sorry, CJ and uh, uh, Friss. I'm so glad you mentioned those guys. I really want to see them have like a breakout season because, as you mentioned, you know, injury plagues, all of that. You know, they're great guys, great athletes. I want to see them do really well this season. And then uh, I agree with James with uh, Fortenberry. I think he'll be a good playmaker this year. And then Smoot, I honestly, like, I see him on Twitter. He seems like he's, you know, coming along really well. Um, I haven't really seen a whole lot of his tape or anything, but I think I think he'll be really good too. Um, 
my guy personally. Um, and I was actually like reading and listening uh, to uh, like Alan Ward and uh, all those guys talk about him earlier today on one of their podcasts. Um, my guy is Brylon Green. Uh, I think he's a sophomore, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, sophomore coming in, uh, multi-sport athlete. Um, they're putting him in at uh, punt returner. Um, something that uh, he was accredited uh, to get in that position was being able to track balls uh, in baseball in the outfield. I think, you know, he's come in, he's made huge plays, you know, including at, at Arkansas. He had some big plays at Arkansas. Um, just, he comes in, makes good plays, and then, you know, I can see him uh, going to the house on a few of these punts and, punts and kick returns. So that's my guy for this year. I want to see how he breaks out this year. Nice. Yeah, since yeah. you went to defensive back, it actually made me think of Kobe Singleton um, as he's been named to the Singer Bowl watch list with uh, with with X. Um, I think that's another another key one to watch at because he's a returning, like, starting cornerback, and that's, like, with how many guys left, he's, like, one of the only ones. So I think he's going to be crucial. Yeah. Um, my sleeper is on defense. Tyron Dupree. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, everyone's talking offense. That's okay. That's okay. Um, but uh, Tyron Dupree. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I I know Jeremiah is flipping out, but, I mean, he, he kind of gave me something that I'm like, okay. But no one's talking about Tyron Dupree. He's going to have to be the leader of this linebacking group this year he's going to be the guy that has the most experience at the position and he was just recently selected as a captain so i mean he's the guy we lost um ahmad walker and we lost mike smith and before that we lost story jackson so we've had an ab and Rashad Harding last year. i mean there's been a lot of turnover in this linebacker room and there's going to have to be, again, some people stepping up into this room. Um, so I'm really excited about him. Um, with that being said, Jeremiah, you have something to say? Yeah, I just wanted to say I'll, I'll forgive you for uh, that line you just had of nobody talking defense. You probably just had that had a Freudian slip from me that one time calling Brown a receiver. I made that gaff one time, and you probably just had a Freudian slip there. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> well, you see, I was listening, but I'm also taking notes, too, on things. So bear with me. Okay. So, yeah, with that being said, I mean, yeah, Jeremiah's right when it comes to uh, him always being right. <laughs> Here we go again. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. It's Anyways. a recurring theme. You always, yeah. like, you do, like, try to be right. Yeah, can't even get the right Wi-Fi connection, and he's coming at my neck. Anyways, uh, continuing on, um, wow. Jeremiah, before you leave what? the whole thing, I don't know where you think you're going. Oh, my goodness. This is a whole disaster. All right, James, let's start with you. Um, so, favorite conference game this year? Ooh. What you got? Um, well, let me uh, let me double check. Because I'm, I'm excited about a lot of them. Um, honestly, I think it's really cool just because we're going to be gaining uh, Jacksonville State as well um, on the basketball court now to the football court. So I think that's a, that's a really cool uh, 
cool thing that's coming. Um, I, so I'm honestly really excited about that game. Um, I know that it's a way, but I'm excited to uh, just be a part of it and like be able to watch it, you know? What's a what's a football court? What's a football court? Sorry, from basketball court to the football field. <laughs> but yeah. um, so I'm excited yeah. to have that kind of that dynamic coming. So. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I just want to say for the record, I wasn't going to laugh at you. I muted myself to laugh, but they had to come at you like that. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. We'll just uh, take what he said with football field and then just add it into football court anyways um you know be like yeah football field and then don't, yeah. anyway. don't edit that anyways actually yes that would be funny <laughs> anyways uh since jeremiah got up and started leaving caleb what is your favorite conference game this year i mean <laughs> i think there's one obvious one that everyone doesn't want to take but it's the western kentucky game and i mean i'm going it's going to be a good time i think jerry's going it should absolutely yeah so i'm yeah I, i'm definitely absolutely. going to see my friend Jerry. um it's probably going to determine who the regular season champion is either that or the utep game at the end i think it's going to be like the solidifier um but that western kentucky game is I think we're the two best teams in CUSA. Uh, Western Kentucky's ranked above us in the CUSA to finish higher. They are ranked higher, higher than us in the FPI. Um, it's definitely our biggest game of the year and especially the biggest conference opponent. Um, I want to prove the haters wrong. I, I can't stand the name Toppers. Like, who even came up with that? Um, no. Uh, the Flames are going <laughs> to win against Bowling Green twice. Uh, next on t- Saturday and then again on October 24th uh, for a weeknight game, which is going to be nationally televised. So that's huge for us. I think that's going to be a great game. I think I'm going to get a bunch of the Jokers, do a little road trip down there, uh, drive in the middle of the night. Probably not a good idea, but uh, I'm excited. I think if you can try to make it, make it to that game. It's the biggest one we have. Um, and I think if we do well in that, we have a good chance of winning the conference and especially hosting the conference championship at home, which would be amazing because I want to the field again. So Jeremiah. So of course my pick is also WKU, um, mainly because obviously they're picked ahead of us. They're going to be our main, main rival. Um, this season, especially, um, we got to knock them off in order to uh, claim that CUSA trophy that I want to get my hands on still to this day. Um, but for the sake of being different, I'm also going to throw in the uh, Jacksonville State game. Um, I'm also planning on going to that one because um, Bowling Green, Kentucky, Western Kentucky is going to be an hour from here. And then JSU is going to be like, I think, four hours from here. So I'm planning on going to that one as well. Um, they were in, I've talked to you guys about this several times JSU is also one of my uh, quote unquote trap games um, they're sneaky good I mean they had played a really really good game this uh, week zero and uh, you know how we how we've seen them in the uh, in the FCS level you know they smacked us smacked us around a couple of times uh, in the FCS and I don't think they're going to be a pushover um, especially playing in Jacksonville Alabama so 
Um, looking forward to that game. Looking forward to going to that game and uh, representing uh, the Flames. Cool, cool. Yeah, my favorite uh, conference game isn't Western Kentucky. So there's that. Um, ah, whoa, geez, guys, slow down. <laughs> don't, sound, so, don't sound so excited. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, the conference game that I'm most excited about is hosting Louisiana Tech at home. I'm really excited about that game. It's going to be a Saturday game. Um, it's going to be nationally televised and get to be Williams Stadium. We had already played with Western Kentucky, so all that hype's over, win or lose. We could be undefeated in conference play, or we could have lost against Western Kentucky or maybe another team. Um, I don't know if we go undefeated in conference play, first of all. I just don't know if we – and it doesn't have to necessarily be Western Kentucky. Um, with that being said, I, I'm excited for Louisiana Tech after watching them this past Saturday. With the exception of some small tweaks and such, Louisiana Tech should have really, really ran over FIU. But oh, yeah. how about this? FIU, be careful of them. They are looking like a team that could play decent. They only had, what, four passing yards or something like that? And they still hung in there against a very good Louisiana Tech team. So we need to be very cautious of all these teams. But Louisiana Tech, I'm really excited. Hank Bachmeyer coming to town with uh, Smoke Harris is going to make for uh, some fun times on the mountain late in November when, you know, Louisiana Tech could be battling us for that second place spot. So um, with all that being said, uh, yeah. What are you guys really looking forward to uh, seeing on the mountain this year? What are you guys most excited about, you know, out of this uh, whole season? Yeah. Seeing all of y'all's bright faces, Aww. bright, smiling faces. James, since Jeremiah. James, went. Has <laughs> James has something serious to say, though, so I'll let James go. Um, honestly, I think the. Uh... Um, the new offense is going to be super fun to watch. Um, I love Chadwell's offense, and I'm, and I think that it's going to work well at this level. I don't really love it at the next level. Like, I don't think it would su- succeed at the next level, but I think at the college level, that's going to do really, really well. And I'm excited to uh, to see how that goes this year. Yeah, Caleb, what do you got, Mister? Um, leader of the jokers yeah so i live for saturdays partially obviously i live for the lord and savior first but um (laughs) (laughs) saturdays are i mean like i said earlier yeah yes they are the (laughs) sabbath they i mean i can always call on 100 percent chance of flames you know what i'm saying and at home i mean we get line i plan on getting a line at eight o'clock on saturday having a good time, you know, tailgating, whatever, um, prepping. And then just, just from that moment to get into the gates and, and we get painted up and everything. I mean, it's just, it, it makes my work week go by so much better and, and it makes something to look forward to. With that being said, some of the home games I'm really looking forward to, um, it's gotta be old dominion. I mean, in-state rival, um, it's a one o'clock game. 
It's going to be on November 11th, so it's going to be a little colder. But I'm still taking my shirt off. I don't care. I think it's going to be a great time. Um, ODU doesn't respect us, and I don't really like that. Um, I have a big issue with teams that don't respect us, even though we beat them, beat the brakes off of them in their home. Yeah, last year. Game, last year. When's the last time they beat us? Yeah, I, I don't I don't even know, to be honest. the last time they've beaten us. Um, I think it was 2018. They're, they're, I'm in plenty of group chats with an organization in which I'm um, associated with, and the ODU representative for that does not respect us and has put so much into the Virginia Tech game. I'm like, bro, the VT-UVA rivalry is is much more of a rivalry. Like, if you want a rivalry, Liberty is definitely a better like team to go with. I mean, obviously, JMU's up on the schedule we're not playing them until 2030 something i mean i think odu is gonna be an amazing game at home i'm excited to be an in-state rival and then make the graphic again on 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 uh the on twitter on instagram that says our state i love it um i love being the best team in the state i still think we're the best team in the state and yeah i'm ready to beat the brakes of odu because they talk a lot of trash and we're just simply better. So, I was wrong about 2018. We won 52 to 10. Yes. I was thinking that we was got ran over at some point by them, but I don't know if we ever have. Yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, I mean, they've only beaten us once, and it was in 2013, 21 to 17. I strongly just I remember the game. Yeah. So that's what I'm seeing at least. Uh right. We're going to have a little bit of a Liberty Mountain Views moment before we get to Jeremiah because we haven't ta- like Kyle had it have his piece yet. Um, <laughs> so season thoughts. This is a season of questions. I think there's more uncertainty about this team than there has been in recent memory. Between the coaching change and the transfer portal, I don't feel like I have any idea where the team is, what they're capable of, or what to expect. But I'm excited to find out, and I believe in what Chad Chadwell is doing on the mountain. Wise thoughts from Mr. Kyle Griesinger. Cool. Jeremiah, what do you got to say? Yeah, so um, what I'm looking forward to the most is – you know, I was joking, obviously, a second ago, um, but in actuality, I really do want to see all of you guys, um, all of Liberty Twitter that I get to uh, interact with every single day. Um, love, you know, all those guys. I can't wait to see them face-to-face again and uh, just have fun tailgating and cheering and just having a lot of fun. So that is genuinely, like, the main thing I am looking forward to. Um, I'm sitting here um, in the office tonight, like, freaking out like i'm sitting here like i just want to go home so i can go to bed so i can wake up and drive to virginia tomorrow because i'm getting up early and i'm driving in tomorrow and i cannot wait to get there um i can't wait to see you guys um on the field wise though um i really just want to see um how this coaching staff um how their strategies and you know james mentioned the uh, triple option uh, I, I really want to see all of that. I want to see how the new strategies strategies are getting implemented on the field. I want to see the triple option, see how the uh, the running backs get, um, you know, their different playing times and, you know, who does what. Um, and then just um, really looking forward to, uh, to see USA play. 
um, getting the opportunity to play for that trophy, you know. So lots to look forward to this season. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. All right, well, goodbye. Um, anyways, uh, right. hold up, hold up, Jeremiah, you coming to the game Friday? Sorry, coming to the game Friday? Trying to, yeah, I think I am. All right, there we go. I did sign off on that, like I was going to leave. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> not right. Oh, bye. Yeah. yeah, um, I mean, what I'm most excited about is just seeing all the new transfer players. That's as simple as that. Seeing them produce. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing this offense, uh, something that I've been excited about for a very long time. I've wanted Chad Well to be our coach for a very long time, even before um, he even stepped on to the campus, even before we knew that uh, the previous staff was leaving. Um, yeah, so simple as that. Um, so I'm really excited to see him out there um, for the first time. Um some predictions this year. Um, you can go from anything of what you think out of this, maybe a record, whatever you guys feel like it. Some predictions. Jeremiah, let's start with you. Why? Because <laughs> he said so. My goodness. You, you always start with, start with me on the worst <laughs> subjects, man. Oh, man. Okay. All right. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be bold with this. You know, you know me. I'm just – I'm over here. I'm just super optimistic. I'm hopelessly optimistic. Um you know, before camp, we had you know we have had a few injuries in camp. Uh, we might touch on that later, so I'll leave that at that. But uh, before the uh, before the injuries happened, you know, I was like super gung ho. I'm like, okay, we're gonna go, we're gonna go 11 and one win the USA. I think that could still happen. You know, still very very hopeful that that could still happen. Um, but I think you know, obviously like four, you know, going eight and four would be a really good season for you know obviously the. Uh, New staff coming in, a lot of new players coming in. Don't think that's going to happen personally, but, you know, I could, you know, lots of question marks, obviously. So, I mean, if that happens, it happens. I wouldn't be upset at that. Um, and then, uh, let's see, what other, other big? I don't know. I guess, I guess I'll stop with that. I guess I'll just take it at that. All right, before we move on, I'm going to say Kyle Griesinger's. All right. We have two 1,000-yard rushers this season. Neither is a quarterback. Bentley Hanshaw hmm. leads all pass catchers in receptions. Kendy Charles and Quentin Reese both earned draft hype. Liberty goes undefeated in conference play and takes the conference championship in year one. Mr. Kyle Griesinger. James, what do you got? Yeah, um, I'm I'm really optimistic. We got optimistic about this team. Um, they like I honestly think that with the new system, like they're gonna thrive in it. Um, I I don't see us winning every game. I, I I honestly see us losing a couple. Um, but I don't think that those are even by much. I have us going like ten and two, making the conference championship game. Um, and I honestly having us winning it. Um, but I think it's going to be closer than people are think. I, I think it's going to be a, uh, a close conference. I think, um, and I'm not even sure we host the, um, TUSA championship. We could end up being at Western Kentucky, but, um, I honestly think that we, that we do make that game and win it because I think our guys know how to win in the big moments. And I think that Chadwell is going to kind of push us over the edge. Yeah. 
Jeremiah, what did you have to say? Yeah, I wanted to uh, just uh, call you out a little bit here, Ben, because uh, I feel like uh, I might have to, uh, you know, sign off early next time or might have to chime in like Kayla, uh, Kyle's doing right here uh, because I feel like, you know, he gets the, re- the rehearsed uh, answers and I get uh, <laughs> at me. It's like, oh, hey, here's this question. Anyways, um, so, no, I really like what James had to say. Um, I could see this, you know, going 10 and 2 really well. Um I think, uh, you know, obviously West Kentucky could be uh, up in the air. Um, but then one of the two trap games I have is um, at JSU and at Buffalo. That could be, you know, a second loss there. Um, and then I like what James just said about uh, winning the uh, conference. I was going to mention that too, but I decided to stop. I'm going to just uh, leave it be there too. But, yeah, I'm just kind of like, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Caleb Wynn. Yeah, that's me. Um, so yeah, is it? Yeah, sometimes you sure that's I you. Uh, sometimes I, I don't know. I question. I'm not positive. I have many identities on social media, so I don't. Know. Oh, oh, I know. Yeah. Um. Oh, we're well aware. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this year, uh, I'll hop on the 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 flame train of optimism. Um, I've I've been a big supporter of, of Jamie Chadwell. Um, and I think we go 14 and 0 this year, um, <laughs> or 13 and 0 with, it's, you know, it would be 14 and 0 with the, with, with the, the championship yeah. win and a bowl win. With the bowl, so yeah, yeah. That'd be nice. Um, obviously you don't see that a lot with, uh, first year coaches like we did at TCU. Um, but I believe in, in Jamie Chadwell and the system he's bringing in. I believe in the seniors that, are coming back for vengeance and that are um, frankly a little PO'd at Hugh Freeze. I think we smack New Mexico State at home by 40, 30, 40. I know, I know they look pretty good this year, but they look pretty bad against UMass, I'll be honest. They really um, did. Um, and that's also a trap game. That UMass team looked pretty good. But um, aside yeah. from that, uh, I really, really, really – want to beat New Mexico State badly at home in week two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm very optimistic on this year. I think the the realistic answer, aside from my optimistic answer of being 14-0, would be like, I think I think we could very well go 12-2 and with a loss in the year, winning the championship and um, getting a bowl game. I think that's probably a better um outlook i think we are the regular season champions i think we are the the conference champions and i think we which means we would get to host the the conference championship if we're regular season champions i think that'd be great that'd be a great look for the program and i think kate on salter will be your starter on saturday um aside from that some other players i think cj daniels ends the year with seven touchdowns um i think uh, X Gadlin is gonna get a lot of prospect from the NFL. I think he's gonna be a big um, help on that O line. Obviously, Brennan going down sucks. Um, hopefully, we will get him back towards the end of the year. Not so sure about that with the surgery, but um, if we do make a good bowl game and conference championship, I, I think there's a good chance that he could come back towards the last you know three weeks or so. Um, 
But that O-line, I know we didn't talk much about it. I mean, it's it's deep, as well as our linebacking core. I think on both sides of the ball, I think we have a great system that Chadwell is running, and I'm looking forward to a very successful year with a mix of um, old players and, and mainly new players. But, yeah. All right. Caleb is over here jugging the Kool-Aid, as Chad would say. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Give it all. Give it all, dude. Red flavored. I love it. <laughs> Drown me in the Kool-Aid. When we win the conference championship, I want that Kool-Aid poured on my back because I was part of that Kool-Aid flames train, baby. Save that. Soundbite. I'm done. All right. Um, anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So uh, my predictions, I think we're going to go 10 to 2 this year. We're going to lose to Buffalo, and Western Kentucky is going to absolutely beat down on us the first game, but we will get our revenge in the Conference USA game when we play them again on the road. We will win a close one, 38 to 24. Anyways, um, by close one, that's still two touchdowns, but it's going to be closer than the first game. Um, I really do think uh, we're going to get beat up on that first game. Um, I think I really do. Right. They have a really um, good offense, so I'm. Yes, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Yeah, I am. I'm nervous yeah. about this defense. Uh, I really am. Uh, when it comes to uh, playing against them, I think they're going to have plenty of rep. I think this defense is very talented. Do not get me wrong. And I think in the long run we will be fine. But uh, for that game, I think it's going to be the toughest one of the year. Um, let's not forget uh, we've had. Uh, great defenses in the previous years, and then we face off against a great offense that just gets our number. Um, yep. We've 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 uh, had yep. some blowouts these past few years. One of the blowouts last year was uh, not uh, not expected with New Mexico State, but we also got beat down. And I know there were certain circumstances with freeze and all that. Same the year before with Louisiana and Army, but still, you know, we've we've had some beatdowns and. I'm not saying that this defense isn't going to be great because I do think that in the long run they're going to – but I think that is a game that we could really get our butts whooped. Oh, it's yeah. the only game that I really see it. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think either way we will have a chance to re- gain that revenge from uh, that first game. Um, with all that being said um, – yeah, that's that's kind of my thoughts. I think Cadence. I don't. I, I think there's a lot of people that say we're going to see three different quarterbacks. Um, I don't see that happening. I think we'll see maybe at most two, but that will only be by injury. I think this is a different coaching staff that's going to stick to their guns, literally. I and agree. I think that's going to be a very important thing about this. When you choose a quarterback, run it through them. You know. Until until he can't, unless he's throwing and creating turnovers every second, we can't be doing this wishy washy stuff unless Agreed. it's injury related. So, um, I think it's going to be. I, I that's just something that I've heard. I don't think we're going to have that. So that's one of my other predictions. Um, and I also think this wide receiver is going to surprise the, the, this room and this whole offense and this whole team is going to surprise a lot of people. Um, people just said people are going to say, well, what did you just say, Ben? You guys are going to get beat by Western Kentucky. Yeah. Um, last year, everybody thought we were the greatest thing since sliced bread until we stepped up to the door against UConn and lost that game. You know, uh, you know what I mean? It's like 
cool great um we've had some great seasons behind us um but that is now the past and we're looking forward to the future and we're looking to build in the long run like uh chad well said um this is not going to be something that is built in a year but thankfully we do have a schedule that favors us so i'm excited about that and i see us going 10 and 2 um i see some very tough games some games that are going to surprise us i think fiu might when we go down to florida might surprise us i there's I don't know what the type of fan base they're going to have down there. They sometimes have a ghost town that could affect with people, just like if it was COVID. I don't know. I've seen times where I watch FIU games and there's a ghost town. And I've also seen that they still have a lot of athletes. Um, Do you know you're coming out of a very deep state in Florida with football talent? Uh, Somebody's got to be able to play. Uh, You know, Demario Douglas, Shedra Lewis, both two guys, former Flames, who came from Florida – um, I'm, I know there's others on this team. I just can't think off the top of my head. Um, so let's, uh, remember that. But, uh, with all that being said, let's transition for these last 15 to 20 minutes to talk about the upcoming game this Saturday. It is a 12 o'clock kick. I am so excited about this. I'm excited to go tailgate. This is the first time we've had a 12 off 12 o'clock kick to start the season in a very long time. It's very. the first time CBS Sports has stepped into the stadium, um, and Ooh. it's a nationally televised game. Um, yeah, let's let's get this started. I'm going to start with Mr. Kyle Griesenzer's thoughts just to rev up the the rev up because he's got some spicy ones. Um, some of his thoughts. Time to answer some of these questions that he had previous talked about with um, his season thoughts. This game will set a tone for the season. I think our boys will handle their business, but it will be closer than we'd like for most of the game. Flames pull away late. Final score, 47 or 45 to 17. That's a that's a banger of a game. Yeah. I don't yeah. have quite that num- those numbers, but all right, Kyle. Caden gets the start, plays well. Vaughn blew balls out. Gets a pair of TDs. Cooley gets a touchdown. Pair of sacks for Kendi. Reese takes one away. He made sure he picked all of his uh, favorite players in that one. Of course, of course. Yes, yes. We're not going to go that too deep just yet. We'll get our predictions last. Um, Well, let's uh, talk a little bit about this Bowling Green team and kind of what we expect out of them. Connor, I'll start. Uh, Connor Basilak, he's a former two-year starter at Missouri. This man has over 7,000 career passing yards he's thrown for 36 touchdowns and 27 interceptions um he last year was in indiana in indiana he didn't get a ton of playing time he was kind of a guy that was um got a couple of uh games per injury and things of that nature um at one point he was the sleeper and dark horse at missouri to be a davy o'brien winner that is something to say this guy is a guy that um played very well um, in some games with Missouri, an SEC team. Um, some other guys to look out for on this team are uh, on this offense. We're talking about uh, Odeu Hilaire. I think I'm saying that name right. Um, he's a wide receiver. Last year had 50 receptions for 747 yards, six touchdowns, 12 and 12.9 yards per catch. Uh, Darren Anders on defense, going to the defense now. Last year had 77 tackles, two and a half for loss, one and a half sacks, four four PBUs, and two forced fumbles. He's a linebacker. And then one of the other linebackers to look out for is Demetrius Hardeman. 
He had 25 tackles, eight for loss, six sacks, and a forced fumble. And then, of course, there's Trent Sims, uh, some of the guys that to look out for. But um, I know that there's um, there's uh, some other players to watch. You can look at Terrian Stewart, who's a running back, Teron Keith, Harold, Harold, excuse me, Fannin Jr., and um, yeah, this this is a team that could surprise on Saturday, give us a little bit more than what we expect. Last year, they finished um, they finished uh, six and seven. They lost to New Mexico State in the Quick Lane Bowl to give New Mexico State's second ever bowl win. Um, so back to back, we played the New Mexico Bowl. <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy. The fact wow. that we're playing a bowl green, Bowling Green State and then New Mexico. So we're playing a whole bowl game, uh, from last year, which is, uh, interesting to have that on the schedule back to back games. Um, yet, let alone to open up the year. These are, this is a team that's not expected to be, um, really highly sought after, you know, that right now they're being projected around the 115 to 118 range uh, when it comes to preseason ranking. But with a guy like Connor Bazelak, I think you kind of like what you have there at quarterback. A lot of experience, kind of like with Louisiana Tech and Hank Bachmeyer. James, what do you got to say about uh, Bowling Green? Yeah, no, honestly, I'm not – overly worried about them um i know we got to respect them but i'm just not like that scared of them um they they, like they're gonna be a decent team um in the long run but i think right now like they just have so much like we have coach turnover um and some new guys coming in but they're just like complete turnover um Obviously not their coach, but like they just have so many new players that they have to get involved, including Basilak. Um, and I think it's going to take him a couple of weeks to get uh, get into the system. And I think that's going to go in go in our favor for this week. Jeremiah, what do you got to say? Yeah, so looking at this team, uh, I don't know, you know a whole lot of the ins and outs of the team. Um, I know obviously Basilak's a great quarterback, and that's probably going to be there biggest um, asset during the game on Saturday. Um, as you mentioned already, they were a 500 team throughout the season. They uh, lost to New Mexico State. Um, I I won't give you my prediction yet, but I have to concur with some of uh, Kyle's uh, comments from what you mentioned. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game for a little bit, for a decent amount of the game. Um, definitely can't sleep on them, can't take them lightly. Um, they're going to come out. They're going to come out fighting. Um, but I think overall it's going to be, you know, a win for the Flames. Um, I'm not going to roll over them per se, but I think it'll be a good, um, good game on Saturday. I think we're going to come out with the win. Mr. Cable. Yeah, um, I'm optimistic going into this game. I think, uh, like you said, definitely a team with respect. Um, I, I believe that they have a good – offensive scheme with their quarterback i think he's gonna have some some breakout passes i could see definitely some um deep shots trying to test to see the waters with our corners and our secondary i think quentin and and kobe will 
um, help down with that as well. But um, the the line is Liberty minus 9.5 um, to 10 right now. Um, the last time we played them was in 2003. Um, BGSU won 62 to 3. And that's the only time we played them. Um, I don't see that happening <laughs> on Saturday. Um, that's pretty uh, a, a pretty hefty um, beatdown, and I would love to see us flip the script. Um, the over/under is 50 points. I think we're. I think there's gonna be more than 50 points scored in this game. Um, they, on average, um, last year allowed. See, they allowed 45 points a match a game, which is um, it's pretty bad uh, for a defensive scheme to allow that for contests. Yes, they had some some decent opponents, um, but we did as well, and we were ranked in the top 50 in scoring defenses um, week in and week out. Um, and our offense last year put up 27.5 points um, per contest, so um, not a lot compared to what we have in the past um i think that number is going to rise a little bit especially the fact that we were mainly scoring on offense we were um top 80 in scoring on offense we were barely our top 50 in in, in rushing yards and, and we were ranked 88th in passing yards so i i, I think we'll see both of those numbers get better um this year and uh i think we're gonna have a a better offensive attack. We were 60th in, in uh, runs per game and um, passes, pass yards per game. So I think um, I think their defensive scheme is going to come out, and I think we're going to be able to run it right up through the middle. I hope that's going to be the case. I think we'll see what our quarterback's going to be. If it's Caden, I think we'll have to see a lot of. Uh, I think either quarterback really will we'll see a lot of QB draws and and uh, with the option there, but. I, I like to think that Caden's a little bit more um, athletic with that, and I think we could see some sneaky um, QB runs. I think it'll be great for that offense. And then uh, hopefully some deep ball threats um, once they've kind of adjusted to maybe blitzing a little more. Um, we'll see. I'd love to see Noah or CJ get out in the flat. But um, prediction-wise, yeah, I think that's I, – I think we win 38-14. But. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not throwing out. A... We're not throwing Hold out. Hold up. Yet. Hold whoa, up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pump the brakes. Hold up. Jeez. Oh, my Goodness. bad. Look at this. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. We'll give him a second shot one of these days. Anyways, um, <laughs> all jokes aside. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Um, I think we're going to come out swinging. I really do think it's going to be like 21-7 at halftime. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of hype, a lot of motion surrounding this game for the obvious reasons. Um, and I also think that we could see um, a 35-14 to 14 look by the time we get to the third quarter. But I wouldn't be surprised if Bowling Green starts swinging back, though, too, and uh, starts trying to make a little bit of a comeback. Um uh, we don't know what this team looks like. Um, we're kind of just uh, – we're really just uh, throwing darts here, hoping that they stick on the board, honestly. It's just uh, – and at that, doing it blind, blindly and with our backs turned to the board <laughs> um, because yeah. we don't know how this team is going to react to adversity. 
Um, that was one of the advantage of the previous staff. We could understand. Um, it was funny because there was some consistency and particularly the back end of the year. Wink, wink. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we don't know what it's going to look like really. Um, and I know, and I believe in these players. There's a lot of talent. There's oh, a wow. lot of high character guys on this. Uh, let's forget about football. There's a lot of great dudes on this football team. Um, they're the guys that you're like, man, when they if they don't make the NFL, they're going to be really great in the real world. Oh, and yeah. a lot of them, um, you know, just have particular talents that are um, special, honestly, on the football field and off. Um, so that's what I'm excited about this team is to kind of see, you know, when, this is the first test. Um, yeah, it's Bowling Green. Uh, a casual fan's not going to get excited about it. No offense to the casuals. Um, a you know someone that's a Virginia Tech fan but going to Liberty is not going to get excited about it. Um, but here's the thing: we're not playing Virginia Tech this year. We're not playing BYU. We're not playing Arkansas. We're not playing Wake Forest. This is the schedule and the hand that we were given. And you know this these are this isn't basketball where. Like this year with our basketball team, we're going to have a conference schedule um, that's upgraded and then a non-conference schedule that's probably the best that's ever been. Um, so, and that's, it's different than football. Football, you know, we got already have games scheduled in 2032 and we're like all excited about them because they're like JMU and Virginia and stuff. But I mean, JMU might be one of the worst teams in football at that point, or we could be, I don't know. I'm not saying that we are, we aren't, you know what I mean? But you know, you get excited about these games that um, are planned years in advance. So we're sitting here at Bowling Green, Bowling Green, and I'm just excited for football. I'm excited to see what we do against a live team with a new coaching staff. Yes, a lot of roster turnover. That's something that I addressed in the last podcast with Avery. However, with that being said, you know, something's got to give. Something's got to give. This is a game that, uh, you know, uh, you always hear the cliche, who wants it more, game of inches, all that stuff. But there's a lot of truth to that. You're going to win and lose this game by turnovers and special teams. How do we look in those two areas? Is Caden going to continue to fumble the ball and throw interceptions? Or is it, you know, and I, I don't think he's going to. I, I've already seen a lot of development in just the fan appreciation game. Oh, yeah. But how does it look? Are we are we, are we our receivers ready? Or our running back and our line, we, we, we're hyping up this line and defensive line. There's a lot of potential and a lot of great talent. In fact, I think this is the deepest and most talented Liberty team they've ever had. I don't care what anybody says. That is, you have 80-some, I don't know how many guys they have on scholarship right now, but they have you know, a good 75 to 85 FBS quality players. That's what matters, and we haven't had that in the previous years because you had, you're still transitioning from the FCS. And the transfer portal really just started – these past couple of years. So you're not going to have that whole turnover because you didn't have the change of staffs. So now we have a ton of FPS quality players. Okay. That's great. I'm hype about them. I just said they were going to be 10 and two. That's great. Heck, they could be even more than that. With that being said, are they going to come to play? Are they going to be ready? There's a lot of stuff that has happened this off season 
players leaving, the tragedy that, you know, I've discussed in the past, you know, we're not going to dive deep into. There's a lot of emotion into the season. And with all that being said, all that stuff now, it's 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 the football. You the you know, you, you got to go play now. You know, that's what matters in this situation. Um, so you got to go play. You got to go try to win the win the game and you know, it's it's going to be exciting because we care about all these other stuff going on and on on outside of the football field because we're fans, we care about these players. But what's next, you know? And, you know, as we go through these games, you know, like I said, oh, who cares about New Mexico State? Who cares about UB? Who cares about FIU? You still got to go play the game. Yep. All things aside, all these things that have gone, who cares now? You know, you got to go play. You know, all the things that we can't control. You know, utilize those things and those doubters and such to your advantage. Whatever motivates you. But play as a team, and I'm excited about that. Um, got a little bit on a ramble, but I'm I'm just really excited. So, Caleb, all right, geez, you go with your prediction, even though you already said it. What's your prediction again? Thirty-eight, fourteen. We start off slow. They score seven on us. They win the coin toss. They score on the first drive. Um, we come back. They don't score until the third quarter. We, we're up at the half, 21-14. We get the ball the second half, sc- score on the first drive. They score again, and uh, or, or we'll be up 21-7, and then it'll be 21-14, and I think we put up 17 more um, in, the, in the second half and, and win 38-14 um, with four quarters of fury. Baby, I'm ready. <laughs> Just because Jeremiah hates doing things, Jeremiah, you're not. Up <laughs> I hate doing everything, man. Everything. Come on. All right. Um, I'm going to throw them out there. I'm going to uh, preface it with you can go back to my tweets and confirm that. I said this earlier. I want to go with 37-14, as I said earlier. Um, kind of similar thoughts as Caleb just mentioned. Um, I think they'll score early. I don't think necessarily first drive, but first quarter probably. And I think they'll hang on. Uh, we'll kind of be slow in the first half, you know, getting the, uh, the bugs out of the, the whole system. Um, and then I think we'll pull away um, second half in the 37-14 dub. Mr. James. Yeah. Um, and I'm not trying to overlook uh, Bowling Green here. I just think we're a much better team. Um, I think that both teams score early, uh, like on their first drive, because it's new offenses. Um, it's a new offense for us. It's a new quarterback for Bowling Green. Um, but I think after that, um, both teams go quiet for a second because um, the, the defense settle in. Um, but I think our defense is going to keep going. Um, they'll let up another field goal, but I think our offense is going to get going, and I think we win 28-10. to 10. Awesome. Um, I'm pretty close on uh, what you were going to say. Um, I said, you know, 21-7.5. That was more of just uh, being theoretical. Um, but my true prediction is 28-17. to 17. Um, I could see it being 21-17 at one point, but uh, scoring that last touchdown um, to really pull away. Um, yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah. So, I mean, to go back to my rant, you know, this is it, you know, uh, it's going to really set the, set the, you know, standard, I guess you could say, or at least set the floor of what we could be this season. And um, this is a winnable game at home. Um, but there's no reason to overlook them. They have a former SEC starter at quarterback. They have a guy mm-hmm. returning back, Tyrion Stewart, who led the team in rushing in 2021 but didn't play last year because of personal reasons. And they have uh, you know, a wide receiver who's very talented and hilarious. Um, so – or Hilar, or I th- I'm just going with Hilar. So, I-, I mean, to be honest, I really think that it's going to be very close um, for most of the game. Um, I really do. Um, I would be shocked if it wasn't. I really would. Um, this is a new system, a, a new quarterback, essentially. Um, yeah, uh, we played him, played him a bit last year, but he hasn't you know, had a ton of experience um, at the end of the day. He's had, what, five, six games? Um, and I'm not the 49ers, and I'm not going to give up on him after four, four, five, six games. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, all jokes aside, um, I really do think that Kadon um, has a really good chance of really, truly leading this team. So, um, I'm excited. You guys have any last thoughts before we – finish up um yeah just saturday be loud for students you know be early wear red or come paint up if you want to um i think it's gonna be a great time uh if you're not doing anything on saturday you should be and it should be you should be out of your dorm and should be in williams stadium um every student should be there aside from extenuating circumstances I mean I just I don't understand why you wouldn't want to go um, at least for the first game and and stay for the whole game it's going to be a great testament of how this offense is going to run how this team is going to run for the next hopefully 10 years I I would love to see Chadwell stay for that long or at least you know however long we're in CUSA I think this is a great opportunity for us as an inaugural game in CUSA um, as our first FBS conference, um, really getting up in the world, I think is a huge day for us. I didn't really touch on that much, but I mean, I it really is a big thing to be a part of an FBS conference, and Agreed. this is the the first game in that, and I'm so excited to be able to witness that in person. And I think this is definitely the next stepping stone into maybe eventually, hopefully, Power Five, um, and uh, but ultimately the, the, the college football playoff because we don't even really know what power five means anymore it's more power four but anyways um yeah i think this is a great game show up um i want to see that stadium packed i'm gonna do all i can to to lead the fans um and would love to have other people join us but yeah go flames cool awesome thank you for that caleb I feel like I need to run through a brick wall. <laughs> yeah, I've been feeling like that for the past week, baby. <laughs> uh, all right, well. To piggyback off of that, 
Wow, no, he's got no something man. else to say. No. Holy, oh boy. I do. Piggybacking off of that, to the alumni and non-students, same. Be there, be very loud, get out of your seat. Let's show this new coaching staff and everyone, all their families and all their friends, and especially let's show, let's show the CUSA what we're made of as a fan base and as a program. Be there early, be loud, wear red, wear blue. I don't care. I don't know what I'm wearing <laughs> this year because people are telling me I should switch it up from the jersey. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, just wear the jersey. Let's go nice. play. Yeah, I was going to say, you won't be wearing red. You'll be wearing some red, but it'll mostly be white. Yeah. Well, <laughs> wear Liberty gear. Yes. Be early, be loud, wear Liberty gear. Yeah. Let's go Flames. No, we'll, we'll be the, the real birds on uh, on Saturday. No Falcons, bro. Get the... Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I, I'm excited the tailgate. Hopefully, we'll be all together. Hopefully, we'll get one big family photo at some point. I will It'll not be, be there cooler. tailgating. Yeah, well, yeah, Ooh. that's that's okay. That's okay. We, but you know why. I mean, <laughs> I mean you know next, why. Next, next Saturday, you will. Um, be six uh, o'clock games. Yeah, I, I can probably do that. Yeah, yeah, you you will, you will. So, <laughs> but, but um, yeah, awesome. I'll, I'll see you at eight. Yeah, I'll be there at eight on on. Yeah, maybe earlier. We'll see. Yeah, morning. I'll see you there at eight. Yeah, I'll be there at nine. So, cool. Well, appreciate you guys. Thanks again for joining uh, us, Caleb. Happy you could make it on the pod. Um. Kyle Greasinger Jr., we're going to call you. And um, uh, one last thing, Flames. 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 Go Flames and God bless. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.